left me. I'm not wearing underpants, I'm good to go. <laughs> uh, you just did that right as we were going live. In three, two, one, we are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our fifth installment of GT Channel Podcast called Pod Speed. Uh, well, uh, we're trying it again. I think we're slowly getting to a place where we have a really good final product. I think uh, it's great to have. Uh, listeners come uh, commenting and letting us know how what they feel could be improved. Those are very helpful. Um, here once again with uh, my main man from our, our English flavor here, James Mikion, and uh, or Mikion, 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 Mikion. He's got one of the trickiest. Well, he'll get it right. Get it right. One, one day he'll get it right. Yeah, one day. But he's the host of uh, No Breaking Maybe Podcast. In a year he'll get it right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> it's weekly, right? Correct, yes, Correct. weekly. So, a lot of inside info, inside uh, info and great guests on his uh, podcast, uh, including I was on it once, I think. You were. Right? So that was... Hey, how come I've never been invited onto the show? Ask him. I'm not, I'm not the podcast <laughs> guy. And then to my right is uh, GT Channel's Taro Koki, who is actually responsible for getting all this thing on air. Um so it's guys, nice. uh, it's yeah. a lot of work to get this thing. Going. Yeah, I know, I know. Look at all this, look at all this, uh, all these wires and everything. Yeah, we're doing this in our office, but uh, you can't see behind you guys. But we got a new screen that like sends off dust all over the place, and we're like sneezing all over the place. But we're slowly, but, uh, we're slowly getting, slowly getting good. We have an image in behind us that's not glare, you know, glaring uh, like it was before. I think our sound is better, so hopefully uh, we'll, we'll we'll get there soon. I think, well, unless we're already there now. So, James, uh, what you been up to the last month? Well, I've had a couple of cars that I've been uh, driving, so we'll talk about one of them later. I know one has been banned by you, so we're not able to talk about the uh, Lexus RC350, so we'll have to wait till next month for that one. Well, there's a reason for that, because I, I test drove the Lexus, so we don't want to, you know, go too heavy on Lexus. That's wanna, exactly wanna give true. everyone fair... Fair and equal time here. We do. We want to give everyone a fair share of the wheel. Also, other than that, I've just been busy with the podcast. We had a couple of guests. Where I did the OG Motor Show at the start of the month, oh, mm-hmm. which meant that we've had a couple of uh, bonus episodes that have been going on two a week, and she'll continue through for the remainder of the month. Uh, the OG Motor Show is uh, essentially a combination of bike builders and right. artists who will put it together. That's our friend uh, John P. That is correct. Yeah. Also another yeah, guest John of the yeah. No Breaking Podcast. Why do you call him P? Because you can't pronounce his last name? His last name is like Pangolin. Pangolin or something. Hey, can you do it? You, he was your guest for God's sake. <laughs> uh, no, John P is what I always call him. That's it. <laughs> like Mayor Pete, right? Yeah. You don't want uh, what about you, Tara? What's, what's, what's been happening with you? I know it was a big weekend last week in Long Beach. I know you were covering that. Well, I'm recovering my back. Oh, that's my right. My back is recovering. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So, That's it? That's that's no, so, no well, I've been doing a lot of things, but my, my back's been my major thing. Okay, we don't care about your back. How, yeah, how, I, think how everybody, I think everybody cares. About they really yeah, do. Uh, I care about his back. Got a lot of fan mail about how's how's my back. Oh, my okay. Back. okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. how, how did our friend Dai Yoshihara do? Uh, Dai got knocked out, unfortunately, at top sixteen. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it was not bad, it, right? No, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. He, he made it into the show. Um, he got knocked out at top sixteen, but uh, he's doing well. I mean, the car's dialed in, and I think he'll do do good this season. What? Yeah, better than next year? Also yeah. looking forward to having Dai on the No Breaking Podcast next week. That's right. Oh, I mean, wow. He qualified so. like third, fourth, I think. Mm-hmm. So he got like a 97, mm-hmm. which is super high. Yeah, that is. It's almost but like the first, the, the number one guy got like 99 or something. Oh, really? That's, yeah. Wow. I mean, the, the, the level of drifting is just like getting so high. It's like when Dai got the 97 and he was like in first place, he was, we thought, oh, okay, 
he's got to qualify first. Right. But then, you know, Someone like just three came guys out. came in and just, like, knocked it out of the park. And mm. But, but it, it's okay. Like, you know, Is Drifty here to stay? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's 16th season. Can you believe that? Yeah, I know. I can't, believe that. 16th season I can't believe that. I can't believe that. But it, and it's good, good crowds. Yeah, and and what's really cool is that, like, the Pro 2... Uh, series is getting like new blood as well constantly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there's like a grassroots like movement as well which is like really really and not only that they have the first although I didn't make the field the first electric drift car competing this year in did they really? The oh, I didn't yes. even know. Yeah. They, wow. they, they brought it out but they couldn't uh, run it because of uh, safety issues Oh, okay. Because of the battery. Right, the right, battery. right, right, right. Yeah. You know. So they're trying to work on it to, to make it happen. But it's interesting. I mean, it's a Cam right, Camaro body with the Tesla battery pack in, essentially. Yes. Wow. Yes. It's so kind of a fun car to drive on the street. He's got a, a fake clutch, as I understand it, is what it works. <laughs> to, like, control the power? So no, so the, it's a throttle? fake clutch. So it's just so it's uh, sort of the muscle memory. So oh, he uses the, flake, oh, the fake clutch for muscle memory. But it, when he instigates, it cuts out. And that's when he's able to make the... So, it's the, so mm. the engine automatically does the clutch. So he's just oh, doing that for nothing. So the engine will clutch kick itself. Oh, nice. Did any of you guys watch the Long Beach Grand Prix? No. Or no, do you know who won? Which race are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Grand Prix, the Sunday, the, the, the IndyCar race. Alec, Alexander Rossi. He just ran away with it. He's dominant. That he's guy, right. I think, he, I, I'm wondering if he'll be in Formula One soon, because that, that, guy, that guy is very impressive. But Well, he was in Formula One. Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he just he came straight to... Wait, who, who did he race for? Because I, 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 there was a part, there was a time where I just did not follow Formula One. Yes, there was a obviously, time, obviously. Yeah. So he was a, sort of a backup driver running in the back of the field, and then with him not being able to get the sponsorship, they could able to push him forward. Oh, maybe then. I correct his, what I say. He took He'll his, get back to Formula One. That's why we have you here, James. You, well, he also yeah. might want to dominate an Indy as well. Sorry, kind of starting to yeah. a bit. So. Also, uh, my friend and former podcast guest Scott Dixon was on the podium as well. Oh, that's right. He had a very unfortunate Whoa. race with lots of all the luck going Whoa. against it, but still managed to, to well, get he, on there. You, you saw? Do you see how it ended? Where uh, Graham? Uh, yeah, 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 not Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. so anyway, so I, I'd be interested to see from your. Uh, like uh, especially GT Channel um, uh, um, um, fans, what would they rather watch? Go? Would they rather go watch an IndyCar race, or would they rather watch a drift competition? What do you right. think? Do you think most of your guys would, most of your viewers would watch would rather watch a drift well, competition? Well, for GT Channel, definitely yeah. drifting mm -hmm. and maybe the sports car racing. You know, oh, okay. stuff. Right, 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 because right. Because they're, they're cars that they know. Yeah. Um, the Indy stuff is, I think, is just a different. Crowd. Yeah, but you get everything at Long Beach Grand Prix, which is which is really cool. Right. You know, the only downside yeah. is it's always generally really hot, and you always get really sunburned. Oh, that's yeah, for me yeah, anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I actually it think is, about it. I start getting red. Yeah. It, is very hot. Hot. it is very hot. But, <laughs> I mean, but, I have to apply sunscreen every fourteen minutes. Sunscreen and, and, and wear a hat. But uh, Formula Drift Long Beach is a week prior to Long Beach Grand Prix. Right. But exactly. during the weekend, they have the Mississippi Super Drift on Fridays and Saturdays, so they kind of have like a double header drifting event at night. So you're there, Forrest, Forrest, Forrest Wang. Yeah, Forrest mm -hmm. Wang won, won both nights, actually. So mm -hmm. he, he did really well. God, you're on top of things. I've never even heard of Forrest I'm trying Wang. to be hip and down you with the kids. You are hip, man. Yeah, Forrest, you is, are Forrest is good. Forrest wow. is good. He's got good style. He's, he's, a, he's a great drifter. Well, as we're speaking now, New York Motor Show, the press, first press day is going on. So we'll talk about that uh, in a bit. We'll have some late-breaking stuff. Uh, but before that, I think the big news of the last few weeks was uh, the Chevrolet mid-engine Corvette that GM Chevrolet 
introduced in the streets of New York of all places and they're you know I mean they're, they're, they're not bashful about saying hey it's coming so it's not really even a scoop anymore because everyone's seen it but I thought it, it was a car that we cannot ignore uh, there's actually a picture from photo from um, uh, um, GM and this is what we hear about the car now uh, the base model will, co uh, will come with uh, a 6.2 liter V8 uh, probably dubbed LT2 because the LT1 engine uh, the 460 horsepower LT1 engines in the current C7, and this will be actually the C8 Corvette. And uh, they're saying horsepower will be 500, right around 500, so it'll be up uh, a little more than uh, the LT1 right now, which is 460. Uh, Seven-speed dual uh, dual clutch gearbox, so it'll be paddle shifting. Um, and then we hear there's a Z06, ZR1, and all kinds of different um, uh, um, grades coming, it's, uh, including a hybrid. Is that the release date on the side of the Yes, coast? it is. So it's July 18th. That's exactly right. So uh, I'm as excited as hell about this car, but do I, you know, is it a Corvette to me? You know, I mean, Corvette is so steeped in history and tradition. And, you know, uh, and to me, a front engine rear, uh, rear drive layout is not, is pretty ideal for a, a high performance street car. You know, I think when you start getting into the mid engine stuff, you start getting into, you know, really race cars, a little more exotic stuff, but uh, uh, let's go, let's start with you, James. Uh, what do you think, what do you think about this C8 mid-engine Corvette? I think it's a, a shrewd business plan. I think it's mm -hmm. going to come in underneath uh, most other exotic sports cars that look like this. Um, I think it'll undercut them in price, and I think that I do, from what I understand, GM make a good percentage on the Corvette and then there's the profit margin you get when you spec it up and I think this will be one where they can look to certainly hope with their shareholders I would say in regards to that. I also like the styling of it, I think it's fun, um, but I expect to see many many of them driving around. Um, uh, it, when you say price it's going to be, that, it, we hear, they haven't announced anything yet, it's going to be 60,000 60, to 70,000, which is going to be undercutting uh, you know, the rivals by quite a bit, which you know, Corvette has always kind of done, yeah. you know, great value for the, the money. The obviously, the first thing you've got to worry about is just the build quality. It's the first thing that I'm concerned. I mean, I have had driven a couple of Corvettes, mm -hmm. and the build quality is, while it's a fantastic car to drive, it's the one that you're worried about, would it be a fantastic car to keep for several, several years with the quality of the... The bits and pieces. No, I think they've been pretty good. You know, I mean, it, you know, of course they they're not as refined as the Porsches and the Ferraris out there. But you know, again, you're getting performance equal to better than that at a much lower price. So, you know, we'll see if it really does come in at sixty or seventy thousand um, uh, dollars. What do you think about this car? Tomorrow? I'm just wondering, like, how much? I think there's the the you know the share price, all the the economical reasons as well. You know, develop something that's completely different to what they were doing and kind of like, you know, price it a little bit higher but lower than their competitors. But like, performance-wise, do you think it'll... My question oh, is... Oh yeah, 500 really... horsepower? Right, oh, yeah. that's horsepower, but yeah. I mean, they've never built a mid-engine, you know, sports car. They, <coughs> they've had a mid-engine, I think, a show, you know, a concept Corvette before, but no, I, I don't think they've built a production um, a production uh, uh, mid-engine mid car. car, right? Yeah. Well, here's my take on it. I think you know. Well, you have a Camaro, right? And it's got a lot, of, a lot, lot of performance, and it's you know it, it comes in at a pretty good price. It's front-engine mid 
uh, a rear drive. Right. So, you know, I, maybe, hey, let's mix it up a bit and give it to, you know, get, let's make the Camaro a little different than the, uh, the Corvette a little different than the Camaro. Yeah. But that said, I'm, you know, I'm still kind of a traditionalist when it comes to cars, and you know, it's always been a front-engine rear-drive car. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you know, that kind of created that genre yeah, there. I so like the long front nose, and you know, like the, the Corvettes. Of, so what do you? you know, it, I just don't. It doesn't look like a Corvette anymore. Should it? Be, should I mean, I love the car, like you said, James. I think it looks great. I think you know, with all the camouflage, you know, even you could kind of get a sense how the car is going to look. Should it been a? Should should they have given it another name? No. No, I don't think it needs so. to be a Corvette. It needs, needs to be the Corvette, and like I agree with you, Sam, as well. The idea of the stepping away from the Camaro, um, because I think the Camaro is shortly going to be due for a rejig in regards mm -hmm. to what they're doing with it. Um, so it makes sense for them to produce a halo car, and this being a halo car, and then having a very high-performance sports car underneath it as well. Which uh, car company should be nervous, of course, Porsche? Yeah. Um, I I didn't keep it close to home. I, I mean, the Ford GT. Like, like racing-wise, from a motorsport standpoint, I think racing. Yeah. This will be uh, yeah. this will definitely this, be a this race is car. Be like, you know, <laughs> definitely, you know, they're going to be racing this thing in this, Exactly. This right. is going to go head to head with the Ford GT, and then they can say, "Well, you can get the Corvette for six to seventy, or you can get Ford GT that you can't for six hundred. Yeah, I, I, I agree. So with you can have a, a Corvette for every day of the week, and then have money in the bank, mm -hmm. or you can get one for that you can't really get because they wouldn't let you get one. Right. right. That's going to be. True. I mean, I put, that is my appetizing yeah. straight away. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hear they might uh, put a twin, uh, twin turbo overhead cam V8 into this thing, which uh, will come with a flat plane crankshaft, which you see on a lot of exotic cars and race cars. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, flat plane crankshafts, they, you, you can get higher uh, RPMs from them instead of a cross plane crankshaft. So uh, this thing is going to be a very, very, very high performance car. I think it's going to be right, I think it's, it might performance wise be up there with, you know, the Ferraris and the Lamborghinis of the world. We also hear, and maybe this this will have the accurate. Well, I don't know if the accurate NSX will be too nervous because I don't know how many they sell right now, because uh, I don't see too many around the roads. But a hybrid version of this car with uh, the um, engine uh, in the front there, uh, because it will be mid-engine, have a couple motors there, and uh, together a thousand horsepower, which is possible if you you know mm -hmm. combine them. Combined the V8 oh, and the engine. Is that already like in the? In the, uh, the no, 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 the, yeah, these are rumors. Everything okay. I'm saying are rumors. Yeah, yeah. So that's our scoop part of the okay. thing. So they're going to have a hybrid version. Yeah, and I think that's cool because that kind of shows, hey, Chevrolet, we're not, you know, we're not behind. Well, they, they are at the forefront of the electric car market. They Obviously, right, the, they've had the Volt and the Bolt. Yes. So a Bolt's a great little car. The vault was a good idea. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense to say, well, we can use yeah. some of that technology we're investing in. Let's put it in our car and make it even faster. Yeah, that only makes sense to use that technology for our you know, highest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and highest then if TL you think about it at that point, car. even if they w went to go almost double the price for the car, if you get the base for 60 and they did a hybrid version for even 100, just over 100,000 maybe, mm -hmm. they had 1,000 horsepower, I mean, 1,000 horsepower for $100,000. Right. I mean, it's not, that's pretty. Special in regards to bank your buck. What's what do you think the the base model would cost on this thing? Or is it oh, 60 to seventy thousand? That's what we hear. Yeah, yeah, we don't know for sure, but that's what we hear. That, which is pretty like low a, for a that's car a great like this. deal. Yeah, oh, we don't know. It might. Who knows? It if might come it in is, at eighty to hundred. We don't know. Yeah, but that's what we hear. If you can get a midship sports car, right, a high performance sports car in the sixties, that's a great deal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. 
and it it does look good, and you know you could tell that I mean, by, by the profile here. I mean, that, that, that's a, that engine's that takes up, and and you can see the engine is yeah, it's 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 uh, four you know four of the rear axles. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I, to tell you the truth, I can't wait to drive this. I hope you know we we all get a chance to drive this because you know I, I love how Cor I love Corvettes just because of the performance. But I tell you, you know, driving them in a long distance, you kind of get tired. You know, it's a little you know it's rumbly, which a lot of people like. But I wonder if this will have the kind of refinement that some of the European and you know the Japanese supercars will have. So I think it'll be interesting. Um, and who are the competitors? Porsche, right? 911, maybe even the GT. Well, GTR is kind of a front. Is it is front engine, all wheel drive. So I don't know. But I think, to be honest, if they drop this at 60 to 70 thousand, even at 70, I think everyone will be scared. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, because it's just the marketing on it. You yeah. can be like 500 horsepower too for that. Right? Exactly, yeah, 500 so horsepower. You want no. if they went higher and they did a thousand horsepower with hybrid for 100 plus. Right. Everyone. Because it's the, they can't compete with that, right. and if they sell X amount, which is what they're going to do, then they'll be very, very happy. Mm -hmm. uh, is this a, for sixty grand? Is this something you would say, "Hey, I might be in the market for this"? Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, me too. I don't, you know. Yeah. I think we're all I, thumbs I up on this one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would. I mean, we just. I'm a bigger to... Porsche guy. You know, I would love a 911, but that's a great deal. The question though is, 911 is over hundred grand. Would, right. you, would you be able to go? Uh, how big is your Tommy Bahama shirt collection? Not a match with the Corvette. That's a big thing you got to think about here. Oh, I, well, it might not be Tommy. This, 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 uh, this car will uh, uh, exude a new brand, a new image. So you don't think Tommy Bahama shirt? No, I might get like uh, a new younger, <laughs> younger audience or crowd to. I think you might. Yeah, yeah, it might be. Good, I don't yeah. know. I think they'll be they'll be back with their Harleys at the dealership there, and they'll be the doctors and the dentists will be all ready there. It time. could I be. I, yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Anyways, okay. Everyone loves this. Uh, we can't wait for it to come out. Um, uh, July. Come July. July eighteenth will be. Uh, and you know, it's almost like why why camouflage it up to this point? You can kind of see how the car looks, but I guess they kind of have to, you know. But it is, yeah. it is it is a it's a beautiful design. So oh, and they you know they might bring the name uh, Zora. Uh, for like the high performance, high, you know, for Zora, uh, Duntoff, Zora, what's the whole name, Zora Arcus Duntoff or something like that, who's, you know, uh, very, 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 very uh, important person in the history of Corvette. So, is he, is he a designer or something? Yeah, he's one yeah. of them, yeah. Oh, okay. Zora Arcus Duntoff. Uh, now, um, we go straight from this car to, it will definitely not be a competitor to this car, but it's almost the same genre, but this car will be... Uh, uh, restricted to the track and only a very very few people will be able to drive it because there's only one it's called the Ferrari P80C and rumor has it that they have developed been developing this since when it's like quite a long time since 2015 so it's taken three to four years to develop this one car that this once crazy rich Asian we hear it's crazy rich Asian Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that by you saying that, Sam? You're just trying to say it's not you because I thought this I was wish you. It wasn't I wish I it was heard you. from Marinello that it was Sam Matani because of the I prototype dollars. Oh. He's been able to put uh, that money yeah. towards oh, the Oh, royalties should be coming in. Coming yeah, in right royalties yeah. are coming in, but not much. But it's not 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 enough to afford anything. I, I might be able to afford a uh, diecast of this, maybe, but. What's that? One forty-third or one thirty-two? Uh, the smaller, the, <laughs> the smaller, the more possible. Uh, so this is, uh, uh, as you can see, it's been inspired by you know some historic Ferrari models uh, like the Dino two hundred six S and the three three thirty P three and 
one of my all-time favorite, the P4. Uh, this is a pure track car with the Ferrari 488 as the base. Uh, we don't know the um, uh, specifications of this car because it's very secret. It's only been made for one person. But we hear some, you know, from some of the reports that it's a twin turbocharged V8, uh, 3.9 liter V8 with 660 horsepower. And you could tell, I'm sure, all the lots of parts under that beautiful red paint is carbon fiber, so I'm sure it's very light. Uh, this is the longest development period for a Ferrari one-off to date. So they really put their um, um, effort into this. That's that's that that's that's exactly right. What do you think? I'm thinking th four years of three four years development for one car, ten million. You think? Uh, how much would they? No, I don't think it's gonna be that much. I think it'll be well less than that. I think it'll be. Nice. Mean, it's one like car to even uh, put a price on. Something. I think like, see how it's beautiful. Well, I would, I'm sure. Yeah, the accountant was like, it's exactly this much, and gave me a ticket. And Five then million. <laughs> I'd, I'd say probably I'd three million. I'd be saying between three and four million. I think that would be I think, reasonable. You I think know, a million dollars like a year this. to develop something seems absolutely fine. And if it's three to four years, that's that, that, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I think this car, in forty years' time, being a one-off and being this special, could be. You know, at Barrett Jackson? I don't think it's a good at Barrett Jackson. I don't think it's going to go to Barrett Jackson. I think it's going to be like Sotheby's or. Or Sotheby's, I'm sorry, but something, yeah. I think that Ferrari might have also made sure that this gentleman has a collection of other cars. I'm sure he's. Oh, I'm sure he does. Patting horses on before he was able to get this one. Do we know? Do we have any idea who. No, all I heard was it was maybe someone from Asia. So, you know, chances are. It's Chinese. Chinese. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not so, going to Brunei, that's for sure. Brunei, oh, yeah, well, yeah, you get stoned there for just doing the wrong thing. Uh, but what do you guys think of this car? It's beautiful, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely looking car. I mean, you can't deny that. It's, it's pretty pretty. Yeah, I mean, what, what can, can you say? say? Exactly. What can <laughs> you say? What can you say? Well, I mean, I mean it's a look at that front spoiler, yeah, spoiler yeah, there. It's a piece of art, right? It is really a piece of art. What can you say? I mean, it's perfect. Gotcha. Yeah. So you think about five million? Oh, wait, three million. Three million. That sounds would, about right. Huh? I would say three years of. Well, yeah, it's custom made, right? It's like if you were a billionaire. Yeah, three three million. I'd, yeah. Would you say it's right? a little cheap though for? That's why I, I would a think a little bit, a little bit for more. something like oh, like a one-off. No, no, I don't think so. Yeah. But anyways, it, it is a beautiful car. It's. Uh, only one of its kind, which is which is which and is pretty amazing. It's a track car. It's not even. Yeah, it's a track it's not even car. A street car. No, no. no. I'm, so I might have the shoot track. the city, and then yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, That's if true. he owns the city, maybe he can yeah. drive around so, the city with it. It is a beautiful car. Um, oh, there's another uh, picture of it in action. You could really see the front. I mean, to me, it, the funny thing about it is, it just looks like a modern de Tomaso Pantera. It does have well, a little Pantera does, thing in there, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure the, I'm sure the, well, the, I think the Pantera is a really good-looking car. So you can see he was a fan of the classics, though. Yeah, right? well, that's the. the well, I love the rear bumper, bumper, the rear, you know, the, the rear, rear arch yeah, there and the yeah. rear deck. It's beautiful. Yeah, and that reminds me of like an old Ferrari mm -hmm. race car, yeah. right there. Now the question is though, would you rather have this one or the Jim Glickenhaus P3 P4? Uh, that would be very. Very tempting to say 
Which I would take this one. Have? I would take this one. Take this one. Really? Yeah, yeah. probably. I uh, know. I think I'm kind of. The B three, B four. That's yeah. 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 But I mean, this thing is that. Are those headlights? I don't even think it has headlights. Doesn't look like. Yeah. That. So. I mean, why does it even have mirrors? Like, it's like. You know, well, if you're on the track, track day, you know, you don't want anyone to get, I mean, I would not, I would not drive this on a track, oh no, I, yeah, not on a track day, yeah, on the track, yeah, but not with other cars, yeah, no. not with other, you know, I don't know, I wouldn't, you know, you don't even need, need mirrors, yeah, so anyways, for five, four million bucks, yeah, I think it's, a, it's, it's probably a good deal, I wonder if anyone else, maybe a journalist, or maybe someone from Top Gear, or someone, from Grand Drive would be able to drive it. It'd be interesting to would love to see or Grand Tour. I'm sorry, Grand Tour would be interesting to see uh, that episode. Well, Nick Mason doesn't own it, so I don't know if they're going to get a chance to. No, you never know. You never There's know. Always a chance. There's always a chance. Well, uh, going from this, this was an, it wasn't exactly a scoop because you know it's it's been out there. But this uh, is we just got word from uh, our Japanese sources. We call them spies, or whatever. But uh, this is our spy, spy, spy car of the week, right? Kind of, yeah. Uh, Mazda, we hear, is working on a uh, front engine rear drive uh, uh, sedan, which kind of brings back the old days of the Yamati. I don't know if you remember, the, it was a luxury brand that they never really actually made. But uh, the only really sporty vehicle that Mazda has in its lineup is <clears throat> the... Um, MX-5, Miata, yep. you know, they used to have the RX-7 and stuff, and, you know, uh, and if you ask me, traditionally, I think Mazda, they used to call them the BMW of the Japanese brand, because of their cars drove, you know, so really? well, and, yeah, it, it prefer, you know, it was more, more of a driver's car than, let's say, a Toyota or a Nissan, so I think it's a car that they would really like to, they should probably, uh, uh, it, would, it would be a good step in the right direction. Uh, they say this car might replace the uh, uh, Mazda 6 right now because the Mazda 6, it's a big car, but um, I, I don't think it's selling as well as they like. And you can see... The Mazda this, 6 is a good-looking car, though. It is. I, I, think, I, I think every single car in the Mazda lineup is, is a good-looking good car. Including the SUVs. I think the CX-5 is a good-looking car. Uh, and this will, uh, they're saying this will be, could come as a coupe mm -hmm. and a four-door sedan. Um, but that's all we really know about the car. But um, I'm, 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 I hope this is true. Uh, does Mazda have the money to develop a, you know, a brand new chassis and a new car? I don't know, but that's what we're hearing. Because um, they got to do something. Because uh, you know, their Mazda three is selling good. Mazda, uh, their Miata MX five is doing pretty well. Uh, the sport utility is doing well, but the Mazda six. Well, the six, is the, the six just had a refresh of the fascia. Uh, they had to do something. Yeah. Well, it makes it look nice. It look, makes it look very European, I will say that. It's all, yeah, Mazda's always had a little bit of a European flavor. And I think that it makes sense that they would be, at this time, to now looking to renew the platform and put mm -hmm. something new in. They could still carry over the same engine because they're still working on that Sky Active technology and still pushing the power they can do mm -hmm. with that. So I don't see that the engine development needs too much work. And generally, we all know that the, the Mazda cars, as you say, handle real well, so there's mm -hmm. not much need to do with the suspension dynamics. The steering is really it's nice. It's just basically putting a, uh, putting a new body on there. And I think it seems, it seems a real sensible option. I hope it looks a little better than these, uh, the, these drawings. I, I don't know the artist made. These look very much like infinities to me. Oh, oh, a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Like Especially the, the artist the did there. Yeah. Um, they have great looking cars, though. Like, at, like all the car 
shows, yeah, concept cars that they come yeah. out with are really, really beautiful. I just don't understand why they don't but they can't reflect more of that onto the, the well, we're on, cars yeah. that, they, that they produce. While we're on this topic then, what do you guys think, uh, go ahead and rank in your mind, overall uh, design, who, you know, uh, Japanese car, uh, Japanese companies, top to like, top three or we're four. We're not talking about the luxury brands, we're just talking about... Oh, luxury brands too, what do, what, I mean, all cars, designs, all cars. All, 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 I mean, all car companies and brands, designs, who, which, which one do you go... Yeah, that that's my those are my kind of cars. Those are my kind of designs. Are. I think it's too. What you mean we're just talking about? It's pretty Japanese broad. Yeah, right now Japanese. Yeah. Well, I like Nissan because they always tend to throw mm. out the weird ones. So like the you know, yeah, and Murano. They take yeah. risks. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I like that about them. I like that they take risks, especially. I mean, a Murano convertible costs something up. I want at least. <laughs> Whoa! I was just saying, put a bag over that thing no, and just kick is, it to the. That is that it, is what I want into the in river. Life, is a Murano convertible. Oh, I heard that it. was the worst looking vehicle I had ever seen. I, I mean, taking risks is good. For Gohm's wife, because she wanted that or something like that. I don't know. I don't know, but it was <laughs> less. Maybe the less said about that, the better. Sure. But no, yeah, like the, uh, well, Infinity too, then, right? FX, right? That yeah. kind of. These uh, are good-looking cars. I think Infinity is very strong right now. And then, if you look at, at Toyota, they, I think Toyota and Honda make the most, uh, would say, the common sense approach to it. Mm -hmm. Whereas this is straight down the line. Yeah. Um, and then I think Mazda brings a little bit of style and Mitsubishi. I don't know about Mitsubishi what they're doing at all right now. No, they're, they're still, still working on their. Yeah, you know, they're trying to put uh, get their you know vehicles a little sportier, right? The, well, the SUV. Yeah, yeah. well, that's all. Things, the, that's yeah. all they have now. So. So I don't know what we can say about that. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, that's my I'm, take on it. Lexus. Well, Lexus the. Is that the same with Toyota? You think? Yes, yeah, so it's a more luxurious. So as mm -hmm. we know, we've talked about a few Lexus here. They've had the pleasure of driving yourself. Right, right, right. I mean, they're all very nice looking cars. The style, well, they're very luxurious. So it, it fits in with that dynamic, the way you wanted to go. They're not really taking risks. Subaru. Subaru. The same sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, kind they're, 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 they're kind of like Mitsubishi, where I think design is like second to technology. They're more like functional stuff. And yeah, I, I mean, don't think their design. I, is yeah, like, the designers are going to be not too happy about you saying that, but yeah, I, I see. You can I tell see what that they're not about. prioritizing. Yeah, mm -hmm. the it's engineering not, is the engineering is what and their really target markets that, 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 that they work with. The, I think is what's driving their design. Let's put it that way. Well, I, I'm, I, uh, Mazda's at the top of my list right now when it comes to design. I think for what they have and all the, and their whole lineup of cars from their Mazda 2 to, you know, the, all their SUVs, I think their design is um, consistent and consistently good. Uh, Infiniti and Lexus, I think, are right there, maybe right below them, maybe, but they're, you know, they're luxury brands, so I think they have a little more, you know, uh, it's not as difficult to tie all the DNA as, as it is for, I think, Mazda. Um, I totally agree with you guys on Toyota and Subaru. I think they're they're good, but they're you know they're but they're safe, right? They're safe. They're safe designs. So yeah, um, I, I think we're all in agreement. Except for I, I think Mazda's maybe the top. Yeah, I, ha I haven't seen like recently. I had a chance to go car shopping with my wife because she's looking for a new car. Um, and you know when you go car shopping, you actually like sit in the car and you're like you know, mm -hmm. test driving, you're like you know touching all the things. Um, what I really didn't realize, like for car buying, like decision priorities, like my wife was like the interior was like the most important thing ever, mm -hmm. right? It's like apart from like even the outside color, she was mm -hmm. like, I, I want this type of interior, this type of color, and I think the 
you guys were talking most, mostly about design outside, like exterior design. Right, exterior, yeah. Um, but I think like, that for car manufacturers, like the interior design is like really, really important. Like, and I didn't realize that because I'm more of you know, performance and like, you know, exterior car kind of guy. And I think most guys are like that. But um, I think Infinity has like the best interior design. That's, that's surprising, and, really? And okay. quality. Lexus is beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I would go with Lexus. I, I like Lexus. Lexus cars are really quiet too, and I think the function meets form and everything. But there's just like these small details in Lexus cars where it looks like, oh, you took this straight from a <laughs> straight from a Toyota or a Camry or something. It's not like you. I think you know, they're pretty careful not to do that, but you notice but that. I, That's yeah, cool. I can. I, you can tell those things. It's like you know some of the like. You know, ship knobs or like little, just little details, like even just like the pedals and stuff like that, like the parking brakes, for example. Um, so I, I would I would rank Infinity before Lexus in terms of interior okay. design, and then I think all the other ones are kind of like, like the same. I think uh, Mazda's that up there. Yeah, Mazda would probably come after that. Mm -hmm. um, nice. Honda designs are way too. They're too funky for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Japanese animation. I'm not a big, I'm not a big Civic. It's just too I don't boy like racerish. I'm sure there's a lot of Honda fans out there. But, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. That's, <laughs> are you one too? Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, good. You could defend. You could defend. That's kind of like their their deal, though, right? I think that they're not looking for like luxury. They're mm -hmm. looking more for like, you know, like. I'm not a big fan of how cool they look. Looking. You like it? You like how they look? Discussed this in many podcasts. Yeah, but no, I mean, I was, I didn't realize how many people they had, for example, on an interior design team. I mean, mm -hmm. when I'm speaking to some of the designers that I've had on the No Breaking podcast, right? I mean, this set for a car. There's up to like 60 plus designers that are working on a car, mm -hmm. and right. that's split between the two teams. About 30 people working on the exterior and 30 people working on the interior. All right. Yeah. So the number of the people they have behind it to push something through to concept yeah. and then go from concept to actual making something is pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you're spending all your time. At least twelve dollars. <laughs> At least car, twelve dollars. Yeah. yeah, I mean you have to put design as money. Well this uh this car uh, since it's F R front front engine rear drive, it'd be nice to see if it could be a, a base you know, be a uh, serve as a platform for a future sports car maybe. You know, you never know. They they could use another sports car. Well, of course they could, but you know, I mean, it's just exactly. But it's just you know, I mean, volume is limited. You know, it's it's not something a a car company that's not reeling in the big bucks could really afford to make. You know, so but another like hey, another thirty thousand dollar high performance like RX seven like car would be awesome, and I'm sure the you know the wankle the rotary would not hardly work unless you know it was a series series guy after. So yeah, or, or you know, a series hybrid but or something. What, what this car could be is like a good, um, kind of like a, I wouldn't say like a crossover in terms of like SUV and sedan, but you draw, you have the MX-5 and it's a really sporty car, it's a two-seater, and they have nothing like in between. The next thing they have is like a... a oh, they got the Mazda 3. Yeah, well... That's pretty sporty. I guess so, yeah. I guess yeah. they have the Mazda. It's not rare drive, but yeah. Yeah, so. but like something, I, I don't, I just don't feel there. there's like, you have a really sporty car, you have like the MX-5 Cup, you guys, you have guys that are out racing, and then what are they going to drive 
know, this car on a daily. I think if That's you make a, think, if you make yeah, a Mazda with a front engine rear a front engine rear uh, uh, rear drive car a sedan or a coupe like this I think it puts the Mazda six right back into the equation right. yeah. you know and it, it becomes an attractive so this option would be a great car over Avalon or a Camry right. or right so I think that I think it's a smart move if they have the money to actually you know develop and make this car so and you guys agree yeah mm -hmm. yeah thumbs up so, yeah. Okay, so uh, going from there, there was, that's our scoop section. So going from there, we are uh, happening right now is the New York um, Auto Show, and I guess the big news that uh, broke yesterday was the uh, 50th anniversary version of the 370Z. So uh, it was what 1969, 1970 when the 240Z uh, made its appearance here in the U.S. under Mr. K. Uh, you. Uh, Yutaka Katayama, uh, who, gosh, he lived to 98, almost 100 years old, I think, so, um, and, you know, they were based right here in Gardena, and, uh, he was what, out at events and stuff, yeah, oh, so oh, oh my goodness, yeah, he would yeah. travel, it's, yeah. it's crazy, it's oh, crazy, he needs out here, I remember so, when the 350 yeah. came out, like yeah. when he made the revival, he was yeah. still around. Oh yeah, he was still around. He was, yeah, he was around. Yeah, he did. Can we just talk about that quickly? The 350 sure. when they re-released it and they mm -hmm. made the movie The Run and how much fun it was. And they, when you watch it in the cinema for the five minutes with the driving of the car, I uh, I didn't. Sammy's not seeing it. You watch it on YouTube. Oh my goodness! The I'm the one who broke broke the car in the U.S. I know. Broke the story of the car in the U.S. Well, you know nothing about the run, Sam. Come on, you got to do your homework. <laughs> well, we need to do this at an expose at next next time. Next time. The run. You've got to watch it. Really? Yeah. It's real good. Okay. Is that on YouTube? Yes. Well, everything's on YouTube, I guess. Well, uh, this car, uh, no performance mods, unfortunately, but um, you can see the uh, it's all paint scheme. So is, yes. when they say no performance, is that based on the Nismo or is it based on the standard No, 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 standard car. So the tra uh, what the track was it? The track model? model. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you so can tell how high it is. Or, tra or yes, sport exactly. model or track model <laughs> or something. Yeah. It's good enough for so, so. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, you know, this uh, this car doesn't have the rear spoiler. That's that's the only difference between that and the, and the sport model. Uh, it's a sport model, not track model. Is this a, this is a limited edition? Yes, right? fifty, only fifty. So this would be a this is going to be a pretty um, Do they collectible. Sold? I'm guessing. I don't know. I, that's a good question. I don't know. I'd assume so. That's where it is. It's, it's a really good looking car, and the interior is sensational. Uh, you like the you like the paint scheme? I think the paint scheme they did a real good homage to the old. Okay. I mean, I prefer. Well, the homage one. is to the BRE. You know, the uh, Brock, uh, the uh, Pete Brock uh, BRE Racing 240Z, which. Pretty much, once that thing hit the track, it was just with John John Morton behind the wheel, just absolutely just dominant. One really put Dotson and Nissan on the racing car map here, SCCA. Mm -hmm. um, and you know that kind of led to the IMSA car, Steve Millen. You know, and then you have the Bob Sharp Z's where Paul Newman was, you know, winning everything in. So uh, this car is pretty, uh, not this car, but the, uh, the the race car is very significant in not just the U.S. racing history, but you know, of course, Dotson Nissan racing history. Um, uh, and the two stripes. We'll show a picture of the uh, um, um, uh, the race car in a bit, but uh, it's kind of how it looks: the red roof, the two stripes down the line, which is very reminiscent of the Bach racing car. There's the rear, and it's in New York, so I'm sure they shot this right before you know the New taking it to the Javits New York Motor Show. Um, and there's the um, there's the race car, which uh, I think it was totaled in a race, so they have a bunch of replicas and stuff now. But damn, that thing looks still looks great, doesn't it? The mm -hmm. 46 car. So, yeah. so anyways, doesn't, um, yeah. Adam Carolla own 
one of these cars? He could. He might. I don't. I don't know. Does he? I think he does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so you can see the two iconic stripes down the left side there, and the red roof and the red. I think. Uh, I think Adam parted ways though when he was going for the Paul Newman, which is which is thing too now. So I think he might have moved out of this collection with where he's going. Oh, he did. I think, but I could be wrong. And someone could always. He's got a couple of those. But yeah, I'm I think he switched when he made it, when he made the purchase of the, the Paul Newman Hawaiian yeah. car. So this car, it, it, it doesn't just come in the white and red, it'll come in the black and uh, silver uh, with a bunch of 50th anniversary, you know, lo uh, little commemorative you, logos. Here's the, the silver. Have you got the seats? Oh, with the backrest? Yeah, it's. It, I don't have a photo. Oh, Sam, what are you doing? Uh, I like the black and silver one better. See, I prefer yeah. the white and red. Yeah. yeah. I think it could use a uh, big uh, Japanese flag on the, on, the, on, the, on the hood or something. Yeah. Um, I'm a little disappointed that, you know, 50th anniversary, you know, I thought, oh, maybe it's a new Z, you know, what a way to celebrate it. But well, what do you guys think about this? I think it's, it's a fine homage and it's a good, I think it's a tastefully done. Obviously, we were all the performance people here in the room, so we'd always mm -hmm. like it to be a little bit more fast or a little bit dull. But they've got the Nismo there that still is the one that they're going through. And they're obviously debuting changes to another car, which we'll probably talk about later. Mm -hmm. So I think the idea of this, it's just, it's just a good-looking car. It's a nice, tasty done. They have to do too much investment into it. And they just put the right things together, and they've got it there, and it's ready to go. Something you'd like in your garage? Um, probably, yeah. I, I think that... Especially if there's only 50 people. Yeah, I mean, I think the chance of me getting one are very slim to none. You never know, James. But, um, <laughs> you never know, James. I, I still, I think I prefer the Nismo, even though it's difficult to get over speed bumps and things like mm -hmm. that. I really enjoy driving the Nismo. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I wish they had made this car based on the Nismo. Then I think it would have been a little bit more racing. Had a little bit more prestige. And I mean, if if they're gonna pay homage to like the racing history, shouldn't it have been a no, no, that's a good, you know, good point. Um, I'm, I'm glad at least they made it the sport model because you know it comes with the um, right. um, uh, manual, ma you know, manual transmission. Yeah. Uh, their sport touring model does not have a manual transmission; it only comes with automatic. So, right, right. Yeah, so this comes with both transmissions. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's it, it's both. Okay. Yeah, it's but the six-speed okay. manual, the seven-speed. But we we would get it with the uh, yeah. manual. Although having said that, having driven uh, the. Uh, automatic transmission with the dual, with the, the paddles. It wasn't that bad to drive. Yeah, it was, it was, quick, yeah. it, was yeah. it was pretty enjoyable. It was nice, easy, and it was fun. I'll mm -hmm. put it that way. It was a lot of fun. What I love about, <clears throat> I think the automatic has this too, but uh, the uh, manual transmission, it has the, the uh, ramp matching. Match. Yeah, yeah that's so awesome. That just, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Even though you know, I mean, the art of heel and towing is kind of a lost art now with all these uh, you know paddle shifters and stuff, but. Uh, that it does it a little bit for you, I think that's awesome. No, it's, it's a really great yeah. they can use it at that. I think it, yeah, it's one of the greatest technological events, and the automatic exactly. handbrake that comes on just now randomly in cars. I really like that too. You do, okay. Yeah, well, it's like the automatic path rate, just switch on just the traffic lights, so you don't yeah. have to like, it'll start, I'm like, nice! Yeah, yeah so But, anyways, yeah, so uh, fun car to drive still, although it is old. Uh, you know, it's I, when was the last three, when was the 370? I, I would be surprised if this did eleven or something. No, twenty. Yeah, I was going to say I would be surprised if they send this off now with this, and then we look to see something new come through after the fact. Maybe, maybe. Well, we hear some some rumblings, mm -hmm. but anyways, this is That's how the car looks. Uh, oh, is it? Oh, yeah. you're hungry. Okay, we need to feed you. Uh, you can see the little triangle uh, right at the you know the back pillar there. That's reminiscent of the um, old race car and the and the Z. Uh, 
that's pretty much it. it. It does, you know, at first, when I first saw this car in the red and white, I go, oh, that is just so, oh, it's just kind of tacky. But the more I look at it, the, you know, the better I like it. So even you said, hey, I, I'd rather have the, uh, whatchamacallit. I'd rather take the silver one. And the silver one looks yeah. like this. The silver one I can drive. The it almost looks like it's a carbon fiber hood there. But it's not. Really? No. I wouldn't drive that. Because, yeah, yeah you, you, you'd stand out. James likes standing out, so. You know, despite despite his cool collective demeanor, I like standing out in a good way. Ooh. Ouch! Uh, oh my! I'm talking about the car. Well, yeah, but you know, yeah. you're, you're 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 questioning James's uh, taste here. No. And a lot of people, a lot of people said, oh, well, "Sign me up!" When they said when they saw At the least 50 people, 50, have. yeah, well, fifty. <laughs> well, if if they're all spoken for. But yeah, the, uh, the, for, for sure, the black and silver one's a little more subtle, you know, or it's a lot more subtle. But yeah, yeah you won't. But it lo looks nice either way. I think it's a nice, nice color. Yeah, good historical, you know. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. another Nissan vehicle celebrating 50 years, which is incredible. Um, so they have two performance oriented cars celebrating 50 years, which is just, it's just awesome, I think. It's, it just shows you how well the cars were. Managed, you know, developed, managed, and engineered throughout history, and that is uh, the GTR. And this is the 50th anniversary edition that they uh, um, uh, introduced in New York. And uh, again, unfortunately, not too many um, 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 exterior mods. You kind of see it almost looks almost like, but uh, that's Wangan or Bayside Blue, which you, I think we last saw on R34. Uh, well, it wasn't marketed here, but. Uh, and that, this also page, uh, pays homage to the um, old race car uh, of the Hakoska Skyline that uh, was pretty much uh, uh, meant to win the Jap Japan Grand Prix, which they did, uh, took first place. I think it was in the very first one. Um, oops. And um, uh, let's see, uh, it's a 50th anniversary model, so you can see in the rear they have the 50th anniversary uh, signs on it. Ooh, and the wheels. Uh, with the blue accents and the 50th anniversary is there. Um, this car has, uh, the, with the uh, it's based on the track edition, and um, you can't tell here, but it's supposed to be the grill has been changed with a new color, excuse me, <coughs> side skirts and some garnish, and it gets, uh, the track edition gets 600 horsepower, which lines it up with the Nismo, because the Nismo uh, kind of stays the same, yet the engine, has been quite a, it has evolved because it's got new GT3 turbochargers in there, GT, straight from the GT3 race car. I haven't driven it, but some of the, uh, my colleagues that have driven it said this thing really drives just crazy different. I mean, it's just, it's, it's the uh, anniversary. Well, the, yeah, the track is, yeah, anniversary. Uh, these are, yeah. So or they, spies. So they came out with, uh, <coughs> excuse me, three anniversary <coughs> versions. Is that, is that, yeah, I saw three colors. Yeah, three, yeah, three color schemes. So one is pearl white with, a, I think, a red stripe, uh, and one is silver with a white stripe. <coughs> I saw the press release. Um, it's so they had the anniversary, the three color mm -hmm. anniversaries, and then they had the the track edition and the Nismo. And those are just like what twenty twenty versions, right? They're just exactly. Kind of, yeah, about it. <coughs> Excuse me. Hopefully Sam lost his episode. <coughs> to be honest, the way he's going, it doesn't look like it. Is it the dust or the smoke? There's no smoke, so it must be the dust. So anyways, 
And then uh, we got the Nismo version. You can see that it's new with uh, these vents, Hoover vents in the uh, front fender. Mm -hmm. And it has evolved. Uh, when you look at the uh, uh, specs, you're not going to see too much different because it's 600 horsepower, but you know, everything's all the major body parts of carbon fiber. Uh, the new turbos, I hear, just absolutely improves response. Uh, the guys who drove this, they said this thing drives crazy different. And the big news for this is standard on this car for the carbon ceramic brakes. And, you know, that's a, usually a 20, 30,000. I mean, it's it, yes. carbon ceramic brakes on race cars and really high-end exotics. Yeah. So I think we can uh, safely assume that the Nismo GTR is going to go up in price quite a bit. The carbon ceramic brakes are also available on the track edition too, so um, you could get it on there, but you know it's probably going to be a ten, twenty thousand um, dollar hit. And uh, I think what Nissan wanted to do with the Nismo is, hey, let's just take this and let's just take it as far as it can go. Uh, it's time, and like you said, it might be a harbinger of things to come because maybe they're going to go out with this model. You never know because GTR has been it's around for it. yeah, it's been it's been. Uh, uh, around for a little bit, but it's this is really going to be a race car that I think Tamura uh, san the uh, CPS of this car said it's still a car anyone could enjoy on the street, no matter what your skill level. But of course, guys with the skill levels of you know Alexander Rossi or something are going to you know be able to squeeze every every little power out of this thing or out performance out of this thing. This is how it looks from the rear. Um, it's still a pretty good looking car. I mean, but you know it's, this car I would like to. Own. The Nismo? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me show you the, um, uh, here, here's the, uh, 20th anniversary, uh, 50th, 20th, 50th anniversary of GTR, uh, and here is the Hakuska Skyline that it's based on. So, this one's white with blue stripes, and, you know, there's, uh, blue with white stripes, and I'm sure they wanted to bring back that Bayside blue, the one down blue. So, uh, and no, this is not me driving because, um, I'm not that old. I think this is in the 60s, so, <laughs> so as old as you think I am. But uh, what do you guys think about the GTR, both the uh, 50th anniversary and the um, uh, just thoughts on the GTR now that it's 50 and the Nismo? Go ahead, you first, James. Um, I mean, I, I like it. I mean, obviously, I've got a very, uh, the R32 is close to my heart. I'm very much a big fan of that mm -hmm. one. We'll talk about that later. Um, but I... I think that the, the continual evolution of the GTR is very impressive and how they mm -hmm. keep pushing it every year, essentially they're able to shave a few more extra pounds off mm -hmm. and, and shave a few more extra horsepower or this, that or the other or make a few small changes here. So I like how it's, it's progressed over time, I think that's very good. Um, I like Tara, I would also like to have one in my garage, obviously, mm -hmm. but the question is, I mean, uh, what price point is this going to be at now when they're with the Nismo? Uh, the Nismo, I hope that's just going to be closer to 180. That's what I mean, so there you go. Maybe. 180, maybe 200. We're talking carbon so ceramic brakes on that too. So then what we talk about GT3 like, turbochargers, race yeah. turbochargers. So then let's have yeah. a quick question and say, would you rather have this or would you rather have two Corvettes at the 600 horsepower? Ooh, you, could, you might even have three. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> or you could even have a 1,000 horsepower hybrid version of one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That might be. That might even come it's in less. less. It could still be cheaper than the Nismo, the hybrid. It could Corvette. be. It could be with yeah. 1,000 horsepower. Right. So... So this, I mean, you've got to be very dedicated. Obviously, it's very much a track weapon. Yeah. But I like what they did just because they said, hey, uh, we're going to take this car and we're going to just take it as far as we can go with what we have. And I think that's what they did. But and with the Nismo, who cares about price? Let's just... Yeah, yeah with this one, though, I don't, think I, car. I don't think I need to have the Nismo version if I had it. 
because I think I could just make do with the general normal version. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because whereas the say the three seventy, the, the price point is something I can afford, and I can right. pay the extra right. to get the Nismo. I think it's worth right. it for that. But mm -hmm. this, with this being so far out of my price range, yeah. I don't think I'd need. And then at some point, how much would I really? No, notice the difference between the two and how often would I be using it that yeah. much? Well, obviously, they didn't and make it for guys like you or me. We, you know, <laughs> we have you know, eight, eight, ten tarot, million dollars in the bank. Tarot, there you exactly. Know. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I, no. And uh, importantly, I think is obviously the Nismo. You've got the super stiff, stiff suspension, which is fine for me driving around. But when you've got family or whatever in the car, it makes it kind of uncomfortable. And this front spoiler is also kind of low. So you don't like scraping that, and whenever, no matter who you well, are, whenever, track you, whenever you scrape something, you never, you always, you, don't feel you pull good. that face, you pull that ooh face, not a feeling. and you don't yeah. want to do that that often. Yeah. And so, well, and like James, I think you were hitting it on the dot when you said, uh, yeah, this might be kind of the car that they send it off because what we hear from our people in Japan is uh, 2022 is the year that. Oh, sorry, is that when we will see? Uh, perhaps a new Z and a new GTR, and uh, you can see that the rendering of the GTR has the uh, R, G, uh, the, the Ital design, mm -hmm. uh, even the color there. Yeah. So, yeah. and uh, I think I, I don't know how good that you know the grill is so big on that. I don't have an image of it. You could just people just look it up. The Ital design GTR 50. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something like that, but smooth and not like this, I think would make a really nice car. You know, it's kind of like their anniversary. It was their 50th anniversary Sh kind you know, of thing. Shebang, right? I mean, it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. So they did it twice. Yeah, so yeah. they did. Yeah. They did it twice. Well, one was good. Yeah, personally, celebrate the racing. One was a little bit more expensive yeah. than the other. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, yeah, that was a million dollars. Version, yeah. uh, right. Under 200 yeah. is not the Italian design version. Yeah. It's uh, a little yeah. over 200 thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. And a Z like this, I, you know, this kind of looks shark nosy, but I'm sure, you know. It, it, Probably make it look better, and you know this. What's notable about the the Z here is I think it's gonna. It, this has a little expression of their new design language, that they you know they're gonna go uh, forward with. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, 2022 is when we're hearing. So let's not lose hope. 2022 new GTR is that what new we're GTR new Z. And new Z. Yeah, that's wow. what that's what we're hearing. So let's not lose hope. Let's hope uh, when 2022 comes and these cars are introduced, we could go back to this video and say, see guys, we said it back then. Three years ago, we called it. We called it yeah. So, yeah, me too. I wouldn't go for the the Nismo GTR. Well, personally, like well, it's going to be very expensive. Yeah. And who needs carbon ceramic brakes when you're right? If you're not you driving, won't yeah. be able to drive it. You, know, you can't fit anybody. I like the fact that I like the GTRs. I fit two small kids in the back too. So I would. I'd probably yeah, go very for. Good. Yeah, I don't know if they'll fit. That's they'll fit. My really? kids will still okay. fit. Yeah, okay. yeah, my kids will still fit. Uh, and like you said, uh, James. I mean, you know, these cars are getting lower and lower. You know, and when you I think what you, we can appreciate is something that's higher and something that has the name of one of our favorite f colleagues here. Oh, I'm sorry, we'll go straight to the colleague. Oh, the Taro K. We're changing, we're changing right. gears now. Yeah, we're sorry, changing. Taro K. Taro, 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 Taro. Yeah, oh, what? Did you want no, to say no, something? No, 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 it's okay. Oh, I'm I, sorry. I just love talking about the GTR. Okay, so I guess this is Taro. Hey, uh, well, I thought you wanted to talk more about your own yeah. car. <laughs> I mean, your name is Taro Koki, so they say That's, Taro K. This you one know? has my name on it. it I mean, it has your name on it. Taro K. My wife was like, why don't you post that on your Facebook? I was like, look, look at the bumper. It has my name on it. <laughs> exactly. Um, this car is already it's, it's been, uh, making its North American debut right now in New York. Um, and, but it, it was introduced uh, at, uh, in Brazil, in the Sao Paulo uh, International 
Motor Show in November. So it's been around for a while, but we needed to bring it back just because of the name of it. Well, you can yawn. It's okay. Not only is the name the name interesting, right? Mm -hmm. But look at it, though. I mean, it looks like a really fun car, though. I would love to take it. It's going to be. It's good. It's you know, it's cool, but it's going to be pretty compact because it's on the Golf Jetta. Tiguan, you yeah. know, uh, platform. So it's going to be a, like a compact a little, truck. little surfer mobile. It's I like good it as well because you've got unlimited storage out back. That's yeah, right. right. Unlimited. You yes. can just stack up. You can you can fold that the, the, the bed down and you have you can make it into a long. Right room. here, right here. Yeah, that uh, yeah. that right there. Right there. It goes no, right into the cabin. Going upwards. Oh. You can just stack oh. up. Oh. Unlimited oh. storage. <laughs> unlimited. Well, you can't go too far over it. No, it's unlimited. Got to sell. In California, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll do. Uh, the, it's uh, uh, it's um, uh, competitors will be like the Ridgeline, uh, Frontier, Tacoma, and the, uh, Ranger, and the, the Colorado Subaru Brat as well. Maybe it might be competitive <laughs> oh, for this. Uh, really? Okay. It's, it's a lot bigger than that. Yeah. But the concept is very similar. But you don't smaller. even have to get personalized plates, man. It's got your name it's on it already. Than the Ridgeline, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's small. It's right? small. Yeah, it's a lot Yeah, it's on the Jetta platform. So. I mean, it's a fun look. It's like more like a Jimny kind of like. Well, it's bigger than a yeah, Jimny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's way better, bigger than yeah. a Jimny. Yeah. But anyways, <clears throat> I, we, yeah. The, the, so the only reason we're covering is because I think the name Taro K. Hey, it's a fun looking car. Yeah. You need to put a little period after the O. I know. And it'll, just, be, it'll just, be perfect. Put a little period there. Yeah. If only that parking sensor between the O and the K, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, uh, and then the, just just introduced a few moments ago as the. Uh, Kia, and they call it the Habanero. So it's based on the Nero, and I think they wanted to go the Porsche route, right? We have the Porsche Cayenne. Now this is the Habanero. Oh, so you're saying this is fuego? Oh, it's spicy, yes, it's hot. It's a hot tamale? <laughs> it's a hot tamale. Oh, they keep them coming, James. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, all electric. 300-mile uh, range. Um, uh, it's got some really fancy-ass, do uh, fancy, fancy doors. Uh, pretty neat looking interior. I just like this here because New York if, as well. Yes. Yeah. Just, just, just today. Yeah. I like just it today. because if you were to spill your tomato sauce, which is I often want to do in this cabin, you wouldn't notice it. Well, it's bright red. There or you if you're bleeding, you wouldn't notice you're bleeding. So. Well, that too. So hopefully, yeah, it's more tomato there. sauce or sriracha instead of blood. Sam, I like where your wine went straight to that. Yeah. Well, because you, you are. Uh, John Wick incarnate, obviously. <laughs> I know you often Don't get stopped. Don't kill my dog. I just know you Don't often get stopped on the streets. Excuse me, are you John Wick? <laughs> so anyways, um, uh, yeah, all electric, 300 mile range. So everyone's coming up with some, you know, electric cars, well, crossovers. They, they don't even call, yeah, they don't even call this uh, crossover, Kia says. It's an electric everything car or something like that. Well, so Britain too, right? With the new law that they're, or some guys are proposing. Yeah. But you know, I mean, the Korean makers, Hyundai and Kia, I think they're bringing, uh, you know, they're they're bringing it to, you know, they're bringing it to the table. They're not well, obviously, Kia already have the Soul, which is electric. So I think right. this is just the, the step forward of that technology and then putting it something which looks kind of similar. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But as a concept, obviously, but the idea of they've got a small car that's electric already and that's mm -hmm. just put it. This is the potential for what can go into our next one. Uh, I haven't heard anything about if they're, you know, going to actually produce it, price range, anything like that. So I think right now it's a pure concept. Of course, you know these. I don't think these doors will make it, but uh, they are cool. They make it. You know, they make the concept cool. I think cool is that those doors would just be difficult to park next to someone. No, well, that's 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 the hard to trip. It would be impossible. Especially in some of these parking spaces now, where everything's just crunched just together. Yeah, I mean, it's a design concept. Right? Oh, and also this—they're saying this will have like level five, I think, of their autonomous 
driving, so it's almost self-driving. So, so yeah, they're you know they're starting to come. Everyone's starting to you know starting to bring bring the future um, to the I mean, table. Like, so that, those doors would like wax someone just like waiting there. I like it. Like on the side of the street. Yeah, but man, it opens. It makes it easy to get in. Look at it. Look at that space. You could just get in. It's a big hole. Lots of visibility yeah. there too. Yeah. Mm. So, anyways, we didn't want to leave our Korean manufacturer friends uh, out of it. Uh, we just did the taro, and uh, one, one taro. needed a, <laughs> a taro. taro we, we needed to uh, put in the uh, Mercedes too. They just introduced the um, uh, A35 AMG, and the A35 hatchback at, at the AMG is being sold in Europe. It's not available here, so I have a picture of the hatchback. What they're introducing in New York is the sedan version. That will be coming to the U.S. And I don't think the uh, stock, uh, the, the normal uh, A35 will, will be coming. I, I don't know. Uh, but I know the AMG car is coming. Uh, this will pro They're saying 302 horsepower, 295 pound-foot of torque from a, uh, obviously a turbocharged 2-liter 4-cylinder, all-wheel drive, dual-clutch, 0 to 60 in about 4.7 seconds. 45,000 bucks, so it's not going to be that big of a car. It's, it's going to be pretty affordable, so it puts it right into the Audi S3 range. Um, they say an a, a more hotted up 400 horsepower might become with it, you know, more AMG. That will probably rival the BMW M2. Um, what do you, I, I love it. I wish, I, can, I can't wait to see this car. Uh, it's nice to see Mercedes and BMW really kind of duke it out in, in, you know, in the lower ranges there, but um, I think it looks good too, so. Yeah, I mean, I prefer. Any comments? A, I prefer it as a hatch as opposed to what a sedan. Mm -hmm. So, I like the idea of the hatch. Mm -hmm. um, it's so Euro, though, hatch. That's why you like it. True. Yeah, we true. Don't, you know, hatches don't sell there anymore, so. <laughs> we always get. Uh, we always get the sedan or the crossover. Like, exactly. Yeah, there are more hatches here in the US. I think so too. I love hatchbacks, so. Uh, go ahead. Just, no, I just think it's a fun color. I think it's a fun color, especially this one in the yellow. Mm. I yep. think it's good. It's, it'll be good. I think the, the Mercedes have got a couple of nice looking hot. Vehicles like the GLA, I think that you could do a, a, an AMG version of that, for example, mm -hmm. and this one. I think it's fun. I like it. Forty-five grand too. That's not bad for a high-performance, three hundred horsepower Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's not bad. This is something I I could see in my garage too. Yeah. You too. Yeah. You. You too. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know if I could. Uh, this would be this versus the uh, Civic Type R for me. I don't know if I could. Uh, oh, I'd take this in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, there's a lot of Civic fans out there. It's freaking a fast car, you know. Collapse and nerve ring is like you know, fast. I just like that. Front so I, just and, oh. I just want to come bring just my Civic Type R around your house. You park it out front, Sam. Just like one. Oh. Hey, it'd probably do great around the track against this thing too. Yep. But Civic well, Type R will probably beat it. Wait, what's what's well, the horsepower on the Civic Type R? It's about three, I think it's the same. Is it? Mm -hmm. be, oh, it'd be a great be comparison. A great, yeah, plus the front wheel drive versus the wheel drive. Yeah, but still. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. That's the good. Just, just makes a car. Just an yeah. old guy to drive this. <laughs> old guy. Sam, do a volunteer? Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll volunteer. Uh, and then also being introduced uh, today in New York is the um, Mustang EcoBoost with a high performance package. And so it's, you could, you know, you could be environmentally conscious as well as enjoy a 
So badass it, muscle car and Mustang. It an Echo Boost or an Eco Boost? Yes. Oh, I say Echo Boost. You is that say because Eco you like Well, you say Camaro. I say Camaro. Well, I'm just you say Mazda. If this is the, Mazda. Is the one of my favorite games on the Sega Genesis was Echo the Dolphin, so I didn't know if this was dolphin powered. Sam, Isn't I wanted it to get Eco Boost. Yes. What did I say? Echo. I said. Echo. Echo. Whatever, man. Okay, Echo Boost. He says Jaguar. I say Jaguar. I say correct. <laughs> you probably do. <laughs> the Camaro was like almost... Like, oh, he's pulling his... Like, uh, to Queen's English Camaro. I couldn't even... Camaro. I, I couldn't even like recognize what he said until he said the electric car and Formula Drift when he said the Camaro. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Camaro. Camaro. Queen's English. <laughs> we were bastardizing their language. Yeah, it's awful. We are. I mean, it's my Italian heritage as well, as you know, from your pronunciation, Sam, that comes through every week, every month, I should say. Micchioni? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma mia. Mamma mia. So, anyways, this car is gonna, has the 2.3-liter uh, uh, turbocharged engine from the Focus RS, so it's... Um, wow. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. It, the Focus RS is pretty, pretty... Peppy? Peppy car. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a peppy Mustang. Yeah, and 330 horsepower, which is, makes it no slouch, slouch 350 pound feet, uh, and 200 pounds lighter than the V8 GT, so they're saying 4.5 seconds for this car. So, so is this going to be priced above or below? I think it's going to be GT? priced below, because uh, they're trying to uh, uh, get uh, import, younger import buyers with this. Mm -hmm. So maybe, the, you know, grab some Japanese car enthusiasts from this. And I think, I, you know, I've always loved the Mustang. I thought, I think it's, you know, and the Camaro. And uh, I think, you know, they're both... The Mustang is, I think the Mustang is a much uh, more drivable car than the Camaro because the Camaro boot space has always been a problem for me. Whenever oh, really? I get the Camaro, mm, sure. you cannot put hardly anything back there in that Camaro boot. So it's not for me. That's the trunk for... Oh, yeah, the boot, the trunk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So often, <laughs> if, if you see me driving Camaro, I will have my suitcases, for example, in the passenger seat as opposed mm. to in the back. Mm. Mustang too, no? You could get your stuff. Yeah, but you know? it's, it's got it's got it's just, trunk. It's just the, like the extra like height and width. This is how it's taken on the rear. I think it's a much more functional car than the yeah. Rear. yeah. Which is why I think the Camaro is going to be getting a refresh because they're seeing that in the sales figures compared to the Mustang. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it's a great car. You know, I think it's a yeah. great car. It's, it's, it's something I, w I would even I think consider I'd, buying. You know, I'd probably even take the 2.3 turbocharged version over the V8. No, you get the, you know yeah. weight sa uh, the uh, fuel savings and weight savings, weight savings and you still get a great lot of, a lot I, I of like performance. The, I like the, the big exhaust note as well in that car. Oh, you've heard the... Well, the, on the, oh, on the, the RS. RS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's awesome. very similar yeah. to that. Yeah. And well, there's the a pop and the crap yeah. that you can get out of it when you downshift. So anyways, that wraps up our coverage on the New York uh, Auto Show. I'm sure there's some stuff we missed because it's happening right now, but uh, we wanted to get you guys the stuff that excited us. Uh, so now moving to uh, just regular news, uh, other news. Uh, the reason you see one of James's favorite uh, GTRs, and mine too, and Taro's too, the R32, is Nissan has um, um, kick-started their heritage program where they're making uh, parts available for R32, R33, and R34 Skylines GTRs. And, you know, this is cool for anyone who's, you know, tuners and those guys, these old cars... The car companies don't yeah, the car companies don't really make you know, they stop making parts for them. So you gotta you know, the, these guys who own classic cars, they gotta go and look for parts, you know, 
um, you know, maybe hire uh, someone to make make Shout these out parts. to our friend of the podcast, of No Breaking Podcast, and friend in general, Larry Chen, and his GTR hub. He's been trying to track down parts for it. There you go. So now he he goes to, go to yeah, he, yeah, he goes to the Nissan Heritage Program, and R32, uh, which you said is the car you would like to own. Yeah. Uh, there's the R33, which came right afterwards, which is kind of the same as the R32, but with an extra body and stuff. And, you know, I mean, they've had similar engines as the RB engine up there the whole time. And probably one of my, my favorites, I think I might take the R34 over the R32. I really have, well, the, love the R34, you know, the to V-spec. in my garage in California, I, yes, I would Well, shout out to my buddies at Top Rank. They're actually, you know, bringing cars in legally, yeah. unlike our friends at... Uh, Motor X, <laughs> we won't get into that. Sean at Top Rank is very nice, Jeff. Sean Morris, exactly. Uh, you've had him on no braking. Not yet. Oh, I thought you did. No. Okay, you should. That's yes. a good one. Yeah, That's a good should. one. Because he's been in the GTR importing business. Uh, I'm just trying to do that so I can, he can uh, get him on the podcast and he can do me a sweet deal on uh, Pulsar GTIR. I'm sure, yeah. Pulsar. Pulsar, my gosh. Yeah, that's a blast from the past. But anyways, that's, uh, that's one of the things. And, you know, it's good to have... Nissan coming up with positive news these days. I, the I will say the R34 wheels in these three photos are the best wheels between them all. Oh, yeah, yeah. These are nice wheels. Yeah. Very thick the spokes. Mm -hmm. so so you, like, this, you like that? Yeah. Is this Heritage Program um, offering parts internationally around the world? Yes, yes. And the, Nismo the, parts. Nismo parts, right? And the, yeah, the good thing, and, and this, you know, even though all these three cars were not sold, marketed here, you know, a lot of people are bringing them in from, you know, like top rank and stuff. Because, you know, I think they have to be 25 years old. And pretty soon, I think, the R34 is going to be 25 years old. I don't know, but is, yeah, is it, it a good couple of years, yeah. Is it a few more years? But then I think when these still, cars start coming in, I we'll, think they're still buying awesome. them in Canada at this point. Are they? Yes. Ah, okay. Because so. they have the 15-year rule. Oh, it's 15-year rule. Uh, Canada. Canada's 15, ours is 25. Okay. Yeah, same so, as in, uh, yeah. in, in most Commonwealth countries, it's 15 years. Okay. So anyways, that, uh, anyone who's uh, uh, buying in the market for these old Nissans, you don't have to worry about parts anymore. There's a place you could get them. So, uh, so Mazda fun. started a uh, heritage program too. Did you hear about this one? No. What, uh, for so their, you can take your old like uh, Cosmo? Yeah, Cosmo, Miatas, you know, mm -hmm. and then they'll refurbish it for you. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, yeah. I would think you. It you takes like still... three months or so, mm -hmm. but they'll. It's like handcrafted. They'll like refurbish it for you, and then. You yeah. When you think about it, Miata, when, when did that car come out? You'd think it was thirty years since they just released a thirtieth anniversary. Oh, was it? Okay. Yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and we also Ritz. talked about that before the uh, podcast, the the show started. No, I was just zoning you out. I was just saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so Nissan is just selling the parts, right? You can't like actually bring your old no, R32. No, and order no, no, yeah, 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 parts, yeah, just parts, just parts right? Yeah. 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 Then again, I guess the question is, would you want to take your R32 to your local Nissan dealership? To have them work, work no one knows how to work on. No, them. no, not the. But what what Mazda is doing is they they take you you take it to like Hiroshima. You have to send it into Mazda, and their people will like completely refurbish it for you. That sounds like an expensive affair. It does, it does. But you know, I mean, for Miata, no, you think, just look on eBay and just do it yourself. Anyways, <laughs> okay. So, anyways, there's their That's heritage cool program. program. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, for guys who like, yeah. Uh, the reason we have an older car here, an uh, older vehicle, the NX, is I just drove this to Vegas older not too long ago. way newer than what we were just looking at. Yeah, right? that's true. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and I just uh, did my little quick driving impression. I thought it was fantastic. I drove the hybrid. Uh, I do know the uh, chief engineer of this car, so uh, 
Uh, actually, when I drove, I go, you know, he really did a great job. I thought uh, the balance was good. It was very comfortable, very quiet. And it's actually got me to thinking, you know, maybe, I, you know, uh, for my daughter or something, you know, when she, she's 15 now, you know, if I'm going to buy her a car, well, it probably won't be this one, maybe the RAV4 or something that it's based on, but uh, uh, very, very fine automobile, great gas mileage. Um, the only thing I did not like about it, and this is in all Lexus vehicles, is this thing. Oh, gosh, just, you know, going to menu and do, and, you know, scrolling here and there. Uh, you almost think it's, this is kind of the definition of over-engineering. I think it's kind of, you know, it's cool, it's, it's hip, you know, but, you know, being an old guy, not a millennial, uh, I'm not really you know, into that. I think you've had... Uh, what what uh, was your uh, problem with the... Oh, you just take too many steps. It's, you know, you, it's not, you know, you can't... I mean, if it was a touch, uh, a, you know, touch screen, boom, you I'll hit it, and I'll hit that. This one, I got a boop, boop, boom, boop, boop, boom, boop, boop, boom. Yeah. Oh, I missed it, boop, boop, boom, you know, and then... So the knob is easier too. Yeah, knob is easier. My BMW has a knob, so go yeah, ahead. We all like knobs. Um, <laughs> but speaking of that, my it's this the challenge I felt with this, apart from being a little bit touchy, was that you had to take your eyes off the road and look down to where your hand was. You couldn't keep driving and then move the hand round to do it and make selections. It was too difficult to do that. I think as Sam suggested they had that large which is a largest touch screen, if they had it just as a touch screen instead of a trackpad, it'd be much easier. And you know what else they could do there? They could fill up with an extra cup holder. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. yeah. Or a phone charging space, something like that. Else. I think it just makes more sense to have it as a touch screen. Just think of the knobs. The no, the knob is just as bad. If you have to put a name, to, if you're doing GPS through the knob and you have to put the name oh, of the street in, oh, the BMW yeah, yeah. one, oh, it's awful. Yeah, no, it is awful. You do one letter at a time by scrolling yeah. up and down. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. everyone these days, I mean, let's be honest, if I'm doing anything on GPS, it's straight into my phone. And I'm putting me too, my phone in me too, yeah. me too. Yeah. So, Use Waze or something. Importantly, what I didn't like about most of the Lexus vehicles is they're not Android compatible, they're only Apple compatible. Oh, are they still? So it's still, it's like, how can it not be at this stage where you've got the one that's near the main... I mean, oh, I think they are changing that, though. All the cars are going to be Apple, uh, uh, Android, Apple, and Apple everything. Play, right? yeah. The Apple Play, but they're not Android oh, capable yeah. as well. I think they are going to be changing that. That's an issue. Uh, and then, uh, so that's my experience with the car, the uh, Lexus NX, wonderful car. Um, and then, James, uh, you uh, had a car... Test driving a car this week. Yeah. And, ooh, look at those photos. That, I, mean, I, those are, I thought those were the press photos. Those well, you know what? Well if it only make those photos better is if, I, if someone had taken those uh, car windows and put them down. Because then it really spoils the line. So kind I think that uh, whatever yeah. that, whoever the photographer was needs to take lessons from that. Kind of does, yeah. I mean, it's a little I mean, extra step. Exactly. It, it makes know? all the difference there. But the light on the car is perfect, so it looks like you, do, you, know, you got good light. That's, you know, uh, interesting background. Yeah, road and track, they always yeah, we have to, we had to, to turn. They had to be perfect. <laughs> had to lower the windows. Yeah, that's always what you're going to do. It. I mean, yeah. it's a, and I only take my credentials from anyone that was a road and track. That's anyway. how they do it in road and track. So, Absolutely. speaking anyway of the car, uh, $36,000, which uh, made Ooh. Sam Wentz. Yeah, $36,000. But yeah. that was, this, the base price is just under thirty. So the 36 included the price for delivery and the Recaro and those wonderful BBS wheels. Mm -hmm. So it was four and a half grand for the Recaro and the wheels. So if you were to buy a pair of Recaro seats and put them in your car and put a new set of BBS rims on, I mean, that's... You Probably, know, got, yeah, four... Uh, four <laughs> grand's pretty close, yeah, yeah, but there's yeah. not much of a dealer markup on yeah. that. Um, I mean, it does look good, those the, wheels. Look at these pictures, man. They're really good. The main... Yeah. The main... No, the wide one. The wide one. 
I just. <laughs> so I will say that uh, I really like the car. The extra 25 horsepower they put into it and the extra uh, torque they put through is really, really noticeable. Oh, really? Um, my, the only, uh, the, I mean, everything about it was real good. The, only, so the thing yeah. I'm not too fan of is the road noise that you get when driving with the top up, because I'm not a really a convertible kind of guy. Mm -hmm. um, so you get a bit of road noise coming through the top. Yeah, it, this one's a soft top, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then um, the only thing that I would say that I was disappointed by was the sound of the exhaust. Mm. I just think it could have done with a better sounding exhaust. Right, put your own on Well, so that's yeah. the, my suggestion to Mazda would be, in two years' time... Mazda? Mazda? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they could be celebrating 30 years of a Le Mans victory, and maybe a Le Mans edition of their Miata could come in with a Mazda Speed Le Mans edition with an extra exhaust and some extra horsepower from a cold air intake. Do you know of any Mazda vehicle that's been uh, that's celebrated the, their Le Mans victory? The only one like that they Mans celebrated edition? it was they, uh, the only victory they celebrated was the Bathurst victory with the RX-7 in Australia. That's, no, that's an Australian, yeah, it's yeah. an Australian race. Yeah, the Le Mans is so significant. Seven, eight, Maybe seven, B. Everyone knows. No, it can't be a rights thing because they, no matter what, they, they, still they have won. the rights. They won. I mean, well, they have the yeah. But I mean, it's their car. You know, with the renowned, you know, the renowned livery. Yeah. I mean, if you put it, think of it. If you sold one that was orange and green, had the orange and green livery. Yeah, on. with the little yeah, but with dotted lines. I think it's a rights thing. No, I wouldn't imagine it's a rights thing. Well, they, won won it. It. they, they won, won it. it. They but won it. But how much would you but want that? That doesn't mean they own the rights to use a name Lamont for a car, though. Well, probably, but then you'd want to pay to get the rights <clears> usage. Yeah. yeah. It would yeah. be smart if they did. I mean, that, they, but, uh, they, they, they had a racetrack named after them, for God's sake, Laguna Seca. Well, they paid for that. Well, yeah, why not? But, but, they could what pay for But Le Mans. like other car manufacturers and you know, also don't but you know have Le Mans versions. But that race is called the 24 Hours of Le Mans, so I mean, right. you're just naming it after the city, Le Mans. So I don't know if you want well, to get into legally picking. Well, know, so that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, it would be only natural for Mazda to do that because Mazda's uh, the first Japanese manufacturer. Well, I'm sure they could, maybe not Le Mans, maybe something, but something to celebrate that but car. But I mean, like I said, they... You know, it's the first car, the first Japanese manufacturer for a while to, that lasted for a while to win Le Mans. And yeah, it, I mean, they came out of nowhere. They released a Bathurst edition, which is obviously the name of the town where the race is held. Right. So, right. Everyone knows Bathurst. I mean, right. Bathurst right. is the... Which is actually technically Mount Panorama, the circuit name. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. Well, so, you know, Sars, the Le Mans uh, circuit is... The Sarth circuit, so Sarth, yeah. yeah, so that's the official name of the circuit. But if you think about it, no, no other manufacturer do have other manufacturers come out with their Le Mans version. No, if anyone, yeah, no, and maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you know, no Jaguar, Audi, everyone, you know, back in the no you know, well, Audi had a whole campaign about them celebrating their diesel victory, and they focused on the diesel the cars as opposed but to. The, that. Did but did they ever use the word Le Mans? They did not right? have a Le Mans. Well, that's something that someone could. Uh, right. But anyway, so they should. But, yeah. but uh, to James' point, right. I think they should have something that celebrates. celebrates yeah. You know, that so, 787B. Right. So if we get back to this car, the picture behind, I thought it was a really good car. Oh, it was a, an excellent car. I couldn't really fault anything wrong with it. I mean, mine was being super picky and saying the exhaust nut was off because, but that's to be it. honest, mm -hmm. I didn't really hear the exhaust because you had too busy having fun in the car. The Very possible. Yeah, perfect. The, ex yeah. the extra 25 horsepower they gave you, mm -hmm. the, the tweaks to the, to the engine with the Skyactiv technology, very well worth the difference, and, and it makes a did huge you, change. Did you take it around town? Or yes, yeah. it was around town, went up for the canyons as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
it's 188 horsepower, like I said. It's probably cool. it's, it's plenty. It's yeah. like right on the money for what you need. Plenty. You don't need any more of that. The only thing minor, makes it fun. Makes yeah. it just that much fun. Yeah. yeah. So it was. It felt really quick. It felt good. And like I said, if I compared this to the BRZ, which I had most recently, the TRD version, mm -hmm. uh, I would take this one over the TRD. Oh really? The 86. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And, we'll and, and it has nothing to do with one being a convertible. It just drives. No, I mean, I'm going to take the one, the car that I don't want to buy a convertible. I definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd like to have the. Are we doing a test in the Mazda RF with the hardtop version, mm -hmm. obviously, uh, in comparison to see between the two? But I prefer this. Even though it's more expensive, because I really did enjoy those Recaro seats that were very expensive. Right, thirty-six grand is a lot of money for this car. Yeah, but but I, I think you could have just as much fun with a twenty-nine grand thousand one. You just would look as good. Well, no, it just doesn't have the nice wheels. It doesn't have yeah, the Recaro seats. Yeah. Right. I mean, I read uh, that some people say they actually don't like the Recaro seats and they feel it's a little restraining. I prefer. I like them. Mm -hmm. Some people say they prefer the Grand Touring version because it's a little less stiff. I like the yeah. stiffness in the car. Mm -hmm. So I will say that it is stiff because it's the it's the suspension mods that right. modifications are made. Right. But that's, that was my preference, yeah. and it was why I liked it over the Grand Tour. So a big thumbs up for you. It yeah. sounds like sounds yeah, like, really like, sounds like we're going to see one in your garage pretty soon. Hopefully. If yeah, if I could, if you could, you, you well, when this when this podcast takes off, Where we well, you're going to have this and a Corvette, yeah. man, it's going to be awesome. Get my R32. Yeah, your R32. So uh, oh. Oops! What? Why? Why? Why is that on there? This is it now on Audible? It's shamelessly. Yes, it is. Is it a shamelessly plugging? But I well, will, I we're not even going to talk about this. I, I, need to, to, I need to plug it, this first. It's not only that. Well, it's not even a plug, but I need to. I need to go talk ahead. about this. Oh, sure. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Talk about it. Well, I have an image that we can show. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a, it's basically a. Uh, they call these things called durarekos uh, in Japan. Mm -hmm. uh, they're basically dash cams, right? Oh, okay. It's a dash cam. It's but it's a three hundred and sixty degree dash cam, mm -hmm. which. What do you mean three? You, you can so put it on your dash, and it, it looks. It's behind you too. So yeah, it means that when you're driving shirtless, Sam, everyone can see. <laughs> everyone can see you exactly. Um, it's it's built by our friends from CarMate. You know the guys that make the Razo, uh, all the accessories for the pedals and stuff. Yep. The pedals and stuff. So CarMate built came out with this. Uh, it's called Daction three sixty. And basically, you put it up on your your um, uh, on your windshield, and it takes a 300 degree, 360 wow. a 360 degree angle video. Wow! Okay. Of front and almost fully back because you know it's like kind of you gotta put it mostly facing forward. So, so when you get the so when James comes from behind you in his Mazda and his, he, he scrapes your paint, Mazda, yeah, his Mazda, he scrapes your paint. Mazda. It's all it's all recorded. Yeah, awesome. yeah so <laughs> it, it works well. It you know turns on automatically. It has uh, like this G sensor where you know if, if you if there's collision or you know speed bump, it like records 15 seconds front. It records mm, okay. uh, the first. Well, it's good to have. I mean, we, yeah, yeah, dash cam is always good to have. Just, right. just, just, just never know just what's going to happen. Not only having a dash cam is good to have, you know what else is good to have, Sam? What's that? It's a GT Channel t-shirt. <laughs> so where on earth can we purchase the GT Channel t-shirts? Right. Uh, you can go to gtchannel.com and uh, purchase these, these shirts. Well, and this book is available on Audible, but here's the thing. The guy reading it... Oh, I haven't finished. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry. I thought no, you were no. finished. Well, hey, you can wear the shirt and you can even be on camera wearing the shirt. And is that all you wanted to say? It works on a SD... Um, you know, cars, so it okay. records everything. 
Yeah. Uh, it records over itself. Right. So it, it, it's always on. You it just, be always on. You just, just leave it there. You just leave it and on. If something it's, happens, it's, you could. You just take the card. It's like it's awesome. It's always on. It's, it's, it's always, always on. on. Gotta so keep that always on. The only thing that I would keep it on the wick. I have about this that I don't like is the app is kind of finicky. So your phone. You can use the app to kind of like search. You know, look through the image and stuff like that, and like look look through all the videos that you recorded. It is kind of finicky, so that might have to do a little bit of up, up, updating on the software. Mm. Um, but besides that, it works well. I mean, it records everything. You know, it's very um, it's hidden right right behind your mirrors too. Oh, so work. you can't really see it too much. Huh? Well, it's, it's not it's like, like it's tiny. It's okay. like it's like is it, like is it wired? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you got yeah. wired, but it, yeah. I I was able to just put it in between the the seals. Mm, okay. Um, and then it just goes right into your uh, your lighter. Oh, okay. That's how it's powered. Yeah, and it okay. comes. It comes. Well, with, not a lighter anymore. A twelve volt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it comes with everything, so you don't really need anything. If you just mm. like stick it up there like a GoPro and forget about it, if you need it. Where where can they buy it? At gtchannel.com? No, they oh. can't buy it. You can go online. Um, also, the thing is that Amazon is available. It's on Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Um, it's called. Uh, so so is this book, by the way. Yeah. It's on, <laughs> yeah, and it costs three hundred and ninety nine dollars. I think. Well, that's, that's cheap. That was. You think that's cheap? No, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. No, yeah, it no it's cheap. not cheap. Yeah. That's. I think that's. It could have been worse. It could have been four hundred. Yeah, could have been four hundred dollar more. Besides yeah. that, I think it's a it's it's a good product. Okay. I would recommend it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's your uh, anything to add, James? Well, uh, next time everyone can hear me talk about the Lexus RC three fifty that I had to drive today. Well, we cannot wait. I know because I was banned today. Did you realize that? Uh, we have, you know why? You know why? It's because. Oh, uh, sorry. I keep your your story. That you wrote for GT Channel on the Lexus RC350, and no braking, and, and no braking. Yep, will be up on our new and new and improved okay. website. Sort of timing it with that. Okay. Oh, yeah. we're very much looking forward to yeah. timing it with that. Yeah. And your next guest on your uh, podcast. When, when is your next podcast, and who's the guest? So the next podcast. Well, I've got several podcasts coming out because I'm still covering the OG oh, right, show. Oh, right, right, right. So they're coming out Monday and Friday. But my next real podcast guest will be Daijiro Yoshihara. Someone drift. we're familiar with. Is that yeah. Drift. Yeah. Wiz. He will be guesting on the show. We're doing the record next week. We're going next awesome. Wednesday. Awesome. Have you got any questions that you want to ask him, Sam? No, not really. We're doing it here, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said hi. That's All right. It. I'll make sure the first thing I do is I tell him that Sam says hi and he doesn't want to hear from you again. Well, that's He's had enough of you. It's on the podcast. We recorded it. Oh, we are. We are. Well, anyways, I think that to wrap it up, I think we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about next month because the stuff is coming in as we speak. So It is, but more importantly, Sam, yes. where can they find you online? What do you mean? Um, Facebook, Instagram. I have a website that you know pretty much all about the book and all my stuff from Road Track, and that's about it. Because well, I was going to say they could find obviously Kaiju Kiwi at Kaiju Kiwi on Instagram. Ah, that's they what you're getting to. Me yeah. At No Breaking on Instagram and at Facebook. Prototype novel. You have to say. You have to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. Prototype novel. Facebook and Instagram. Samantani.com, and you know Facebook. Uh, it's just Sam Matani. So. Um, and you know, if you pick up the book, it's haven't had bad uh, one negative review yet. So um, when you keep my fingers. Collecting royalties for the. Uh, they're already coming in a little bit. Oh, so yeah, just a little bit. Like yeah. Sanders. 
Huh? Yeah, well, not as much as Bernie. But, <laughs> Bernie yeah. made a million bucks on yeah, that. Yeah, I ain't going to make a million bucks on this. On this. <laughs> you guys buy it, but yeah. More so. importantly, Tara, where, they come where can they find this on this video if it goes onto YouTube? If they miss it on Facebook, where can they look to find out the fact? Well, you can uh, you can find it on Facebook, obviously, on GT Channel. You can also find it on, on uh, GT Channel's offline, GT Channel offline channel on YouTube as well. You can also find it on several podcast platforms as well. And then when it's an audio podcast. Have you got a date roughly for when the new bug uh, GT channel blogs will be going live? Um, we're working on adding the articles and the image so we have a section a, yeah. as we speak. So maybe as as soon as a week or so. Fantastic. Wow. Yes, I'm excited. And the uh, the video enhancement um, platform that we have that we started in January is right. really starting to take off. Yeah, actually, that thing's cool. Because yeah. the, uh, look the at Google that. bot is starting to recognize all the micro moments within the videos. Mm -hmm. So we are now, or you, everyone's now able to search within the videos, mm. which was That's not possible cool. before. You know, yeah. I mean, a video, you, you had to put in a title and that was the only thing that came up, but now you can search within the video on Google. So that's that's really cool. We're really, really excited about that. And I guess the last thing we should say is that we are very much interested in what our viewers and our listeners think. So if they have questions, they can always leave comments here below the video or on YouTube or anywhere else. Or they can reach out to us on our respective social media platforms. Do you say that's true, guys? I think so. Because I'm easy to find. So We always like feedback or ideas of future episodes as well on what people want to hear or want to talk, talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes we run out of ideas. So, okay, well, that's about it for now. See you guys next month. Hopefully, uh, this was uh, we're getting better as we go along. I think we are. So, um, that's it. All right. See you next. See you next month. Thanks, guys. Sammy, nothing to say or say. Oh, uh, and pot speed. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank see you.